So she says, balance your mind and heart and prepare yourself for the changes to come. And she sends a blessing. And she's beautiful, and I say, give thanks. I just want to let you know that one of the queens is on the line with us. So I'm going to turn it back over to you. And we got one of the queens on, and I know know that we uh, have a hot topic that we want to share with everybody. But I wanted to give thanks for that blessings of today. It's always good to um to be able to give thanks to our ancestors and to you know those who have transitioned on and uh, touched our lives is always a always a good thing. It's always time for that. Is is never another time for that. You know what I mean? So we give thanks to all our egg wounds because without them we would not be. You know. Without them we would not be. We do stand shoulders. So. I say and give thanks, and 21 years ago, my father made his transition. But it's not a day that, that goes by that I don't give thanks to him, but really access some information that he shared with us that was a true fact. My father was a collector of wise things. So he, he, he liked to put the wisdom on you. You had to be ready. Because he was always ready to back up whatever he gave you in terms of information. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. And the things yep. he said have come to to pass. Now, I know. Mm-hmm. I know we all could think about it. I know you were talking about your grandmother told you who you was gonna be. Or was it your aunt? My great aunt. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I my know. mother's. Yeah, mhm. Yeah. Mhm. So they're always giving us this honor. So I'm gonna open the line and bring on our other caller if you don't mind so that you could go through what uh the the issue of today is and the hot topic. Yes. Okay. Okay. The hot topic uh tonight is about um, wearing white, and as is done in the Lukumi um, tradition, where the Yawo, the new initiate, uh, wears white for a year. And what wearing white does to one's personality or how it brings about Iwapuele, good character, or how it affects uh everybody else that sees the person wearing white. And what does it mean, you know, someone to wear white for a year, you know. I personally say that wearing white for a year is like doing a big ebo. It's like doing an ebo for a whole year. So with that, I would like to read um, one of uh, the prayers from Chief Farmer's book, Fundamentals of the Yoruba Religion. And uh, it's from Odu Otura Irosun. And it says, Baba Obere, Obere, Baba Obere, Obere, Baba Ole Bere, Oran, Debi, Otara, Tara, 
bako bi fakun ebo ti ise omo omila abufun ogun ti ise omo osayin e ye no mo pe ebo ki ki ije ki ogun oji ese in english baba who asks questions baba who questions aggressively baba who questions endlessly divine forever who is oromila's child divine same for medicine who is otanin's child do you people realize that ebo never allows cells which is bad medicine to be effective the ebo renders cells impotent now when you look at wearing white as a form of a bow, you must say, hmm? wearing white? Ha! <laughs> How can that render spell impotent? <laughs> you know, even, it, even in the Lukumi, they have a saying like, when you put white on and it gets smudged or dirty, that immediately you know it took an a bow. It took something negative away. When the exactly. wife gets the yes, it take it took away something. So so you know people argue that um usually when the disciples or uh, the people come from uh Nigeria fully initiated, you know, they go over there, they get initiated and they come back and nobody knows they initiated because nobody's wearing a white, you know, nobody's you know, I mean, maybe they might have their hair cut, you know, and that's the only way you would know, but, you know, then people put on wigs and this and that. So with the Yawo year, usually you'll find in the first three months that the um, the the, um, the Yawo would wear a cap or have their head covered in white too. So when people meet them, they greet them because they know that they're, you know, they're newly initiated, especially here in Miami. You know, they cross their hand over and they say, you know, bendicion, and then the person says santo, and it's like saying yes, blessings, and, you know, and the orisha, whoever, whichever orisha they have crowned is, is giving a salutation back to the person through the yawo, right? So this alone, this gesture alone, I think, is something of a elating experience to remind the person that they are walking with the essence of Orisha inside of them. Then, you know, people argue about when the other people come back, you know, they say, oh, my baba didn't tell me this, you know, my ear didn't say that to me, and I don't have to do this, and I don't have to do that, and I know from experience, because I have been told these things when I when I question people and ask them, well, you know, you know, you know, what's going on? And uh, one of the one of the people in the group mentioned that, you know, some people say, well, that's outdated. You know, they don't do that in Nigeria anymore. But um, one of the members of the group, Ifa Orisha Egun, talks on Facebook mentioned that. Uh, one of the scholars said that they used to do it in honor of respect for Bakala. 
And then through, I guess, you know, when everything became very commercialized and everything, they stopped doing that, you know? The modern society. Modern society, yes. You know, so people say, oh, yeah, well, what about if you have to go and you're wearing uniform to work and everything and, you know, this and this and that. Well, usually when, when, when people sitting on the mat and something like that comes up, they say, well, you know, let's ask Orisha. Let's see what Orisha say. Orisha might say, okay, yeah, you can wear your uniform, but as soon as you reach home, you got to put your whites on. And be in your white for the rest of you know the, the rest of the time. Like go to sleep in white, get up in white, da 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 da. You know, but there are so many other things involved in the wearing of white. But it's such a humbling experience for people for you to dress in white all the time. Because some people are gonna look at you like, hmm. like let me give you a good example. My own personal experience when I was Yawo, I went home to the Virgin Islands where I was born. I went back there. You know, people see me in white every day, and then a lot of people ask me if I'm a nurse. (laughs) 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 And because we do not have Ocha houses there, we don't have Ilays, we don't have a a big um, Lukumi community or a big traditional community, we don't have none of that there. And right. even now, even now, and this has been years ago, you know, you know, you know, decades. But even now, right? <laughs> People say it's still they still don't have that there. Still, they don't have that there. But um, so the people are asking, "Oh, are you a nurse?" And I'm like, sort of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, something you like that. Here. You are here. <laughs> yeah, because. It, a very long explanation to explain to them, you know, what it is, especially if they're not familiar, but if you're in Miami, everybody know, you know, basically, you know, you know, whether they call it Santeria or Lukumi, it's very, uh, you know, it's not a secret here. It's right. somewhat of a secret well, in the okay. islands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if anybody have any comments, you know, I you know I'd like to hear if anybody have any comments about how the white uh, humbles you, or how do you what do you think about wearing white? What is the what does it do for your character? Caller three five two, you online. I will be having shishay. Good evening, ladies. I said, this is Ayaba. I was there. I said, 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 I I because <laughs> he likes to use my phone to watch his his TV his his movie. <laughs> um, wearing white, okay. My understanding of wearing white, first of all, is it 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 balances us between life and death. 
you know, it's just not about purity or keeping us clean, but it's give us the balance between light and dark or life and death. Um, this is like Obatala wore white. Obatala brought light, brought white into darkness, okay? And it's about that, see, it's about that balancing, you know, and, and, and we wear the white to, to balance us that. Also, the white represents um, change, you know. Like you said, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a big involve, a big sacrifice, and it does humble you. I'm grateful for wearing white all year. I wore white all year, <laughs> and, and I appreciate it. At first, it was a problem <laughs> because I had, my, I had to get the mindset of not wearing colors. And it, it's, I didn't know I could wear white and find so much white um, to wear all year round. Like you got the winter white, the fall white, the summer white. Wow. They are the fun. <laughs> and, and well... And when so like, <laughs> well, I made a lot of my own clothes because um, I got tired of trying to find places. But there is a place in Miami called the White House, um, Biscayne, Biscayne Boulevard, um, and they have white clothes all year round and almost season. You know, it, it fits the season. Um, I found things there, but. Um, wearing white does humble you. It, it teaches you to um, have a certain type of respect, a, a certain type of discipline, you know, because you'd be like saying, oh, God, I can't do this. I can't do this. Oh, I can't do this. And it kind of tests your faith. It kind of tests your your ability. Yeah. You know, you know what, what, what we were told in Kumi is that, you wear white um, basically in honor of Obatala, okay. who is the owner of the white cloth, mm-hmm. who is the white robe, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you and you know, uh, what they say, Obatala own everybody's head. It doesn't matter which Orisha you have, Obatala okay. still owns your head. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, you wear white in honor of Obatala, but... Go, go go ahead. Yeah, know the humbling experience. It's a humbling experience indeed. It is. It's true. It's true. And for me, I, I'm a double Obatala. And um, to, to me, it, it, was, it was an experience that um, I'll never forget, and, and I'm, I'm grateful and appreciative of it because it taught me it taught me so much. It taught me um, not about just humbling. It, it taught me about having faith. It taught me about, it helped I me said, develop strength. You know, I had to develop strength. It, said, it, 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 it made me test my own, uh, my own, uh, you know, like some people say I can't give up a cigarette. You know, like you, you say, well, you can't smoke, you know. <laughs> like, I got to have that cigarette. I got to have that cigarette. But it, 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 it tests you it, it, the same way. It tests your strength. It tests your faith. It tests mm-hmm. your belief, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and it humbles you. And, and see, and plus there's a difference between having, being humble and, and having humanity, you know, uh, being humanitarian. 
and it kind of teaches you both because there's a story about how Obatalam uh, was going to go visit his son, Chango. And he, on the way, he got dirty, you know, uh, as Shu had spilled palm oil over, all over him. But he mm. continued on his journey. And when he got there to his son, to the castle, Chango's castle, he saw uh, the horse had got, his horse had got out. And just as he said, oh, let me take, let me take this horse to my son, because maybe you don't know that the horse is out. And the soldiers then arrested Obatala and threw him, threw him in the, 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 the jail, the dungeon there. But the long story short, everything went wrong, everything went bad. Found out that Baba was in, in, the, in the prison. Let him go. Baba walked away humble. And this is where we learn how to be humble. Sometimes we don't need to speak. Praise God. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Let me just say, he he got locked away. But the people in the village was also going through hell because he was unjustly locked away. So the injustice balanced itself because while he was humble, they was made to be humble. I say. I say. I say. And and but the but the bottom line, Obatala come and he, and he said, you know, he he learned. This is where we learn humility. You see, okay. we learn mm. humility. Yes. So wearing yes. the white, you learn not just to be humble, but you learn to have humility. Yeah, and, and the ego is hard to have humility with the ego because if right. you say that. You know, whatever Ifa say at that cast, you know, at that destination is what goes. It doesn't matter whether it's three months or a year. You know, um, myself personally, I wore it for many years, white only, just because it made me feel, you know, a cool head, and it made me feel the way that I needed to feel in order to uh, gain humility. You know, because he's a reflective type of color, you know. It's a color that things kind of bounce off on. It's not right. like black. Black attracts everything, you know. Black is a very powerful color, and it attracts everything. So the white kind of, you know, everything goes boom, 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 like, you know, like it bounces off the white. And um, when you think about, um, like, psychic or spiritual attacks, that's the best color to have on. Usually when you see people doing um, uh, my rate of spiritual work, even in initiations now when they go through the initiation rites in, in Nigeria, everybody's wrapped up in, in, in the white, you know. Everybody has on the white sheets and all of this stuff. Um, the yeah. initiates. Yes, you don't want you know? to anybody else's mess. You know, because there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of spirits being moved, a lot of ancestors coming in. There's a whole bunch of energy, and all that energy mixing together can create havoc or love. Mm-hmm. And then we have to remember, right, that when the Yahweh is newly initiated, they're like a little baby. They're really, you're like a baby because it's a... It's a rebirth, and you're connecting with this 
very powerful energy. And guess what? It's something that you're doing with your head. So your head is like there. And basically what they do when, you know, they're going to like seek the Orisha on it is like open up your head. So you know how we have the little babies, the brand new babies, and the mole of their head is like soft? This Mm -hmm. is how the Orisha kind of like sit themselves on top of our head when we're yawo. So you're walking around, you know, and people telling you, oh, my God, you're glowing. Oh, my God, you know, you look so serene. Oh, my God, and this time you're like like a little scared rabbit because you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I know, oh, that's true. Uh, excuse me, Mama Yay Yay, you have two additional calls. Okay, I see. I see. Let me know open their uh, line. Thank you, yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> <laughs> right, you. Oh, wait. You wanted me to open their line. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ashay. Greetings and blessings. Well, I'm peace and love, ladies. Oh, is that Shelly? 720? Yes, this is Shelly. Oh, greetings and blessings, Shelly. Hey, Shelly. How are Hello. you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? I say, you know, you know, I'm always hyped up, you know. I need a dash of white right now. <laughs> <laughs> I say. I say. We also have 809 on, Mama Yeye. Okay. Can you guys hear me? I say, how are you? How are you? Oh, but Allah bless you guys. It's, I'm calling you guys from the Dominican Republic. Oh, we going into that Wow. So, uh, uh, a blessing to all Yalosha, Babalosha, all Yalawos, Babalawos. Blessing of Olumad upon all of us. So, uh, I, I was just calling. My name is Alvin Bush. I'm on the on the forum. You guys should know me. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Trying to enjoy my Friday night. It's been a long day. <laughs> but uh, I was just calling regarding the topic, uh, which is I think is a very important thing, especially us who practice the Lukumi faith. Um, like I had mentioned before, um, I'm an Olobatala, and um, uh, Obatala, like like was said, owns all the heads. Um, and as a reverence, as I was taught, we, we wear white for that whole year. Uh, not only because Obatala, who shapes the head, allows for that orisha, that osu, that energy that's been placed on the head to transmute into the person during that one year, but it also allows for, you know, um, that person to reflect upon the old life which they're shedding and the new life that they're ex- accepting in, into their, their being, you know. Uh, so I feel it's a very reflective, a very introspective process. And I think the white, like was said, you know, it, it, it helps keep away bad energies, psychic attacks, and anything that will, you know, kind of uh, affect the, new, the newly initiated person because they're very success- susceptible to, to outside forces. You know, you're absolutely right. It's just like, like I said, it's like you're protecting a brand new little baby, a little baby, 
a, a, a person that needs to be protected because here it is, you know, you're, you're walking around with this tremendous energy that you just connected to, right? I say, I say, yes. You're, 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 you're trying to see, well, okay, you know, how is this energy, you know, how even, even sometimes the energy of the Orisha may mm. seem overwhelming to people. Mm. And the white itself kind of calms them down. Yeah, yep, yep. Yes, uh, yes. I, I'm in the medical field. I'm a, I'm a third-year medical student over here in the DR. And, uh, you know, I would go to class with my white, with my bright, white umbrella wearing, you know, maybe jeans, but with, like, white shoes, white shirt, white undershirt, uh, with all my, with all my, with, with my alekes and my idedo, my batala, and everything. And people would stare. And I, I, I personally did not care because... I, I had to wear that during school. Obviously, in the hospital, I wasn't able to, but I would wear everything under my lap coat and everything. But, um, Not sure. uh, but it, yeah, every time, you know, I would, get, I would get home and wear white. So Yes. I'd like to mention something, though, that, you know, I, in, in terms of the Ileikis, wearing the Ileikis, and, of course, mm. too, in combination with the white, then you definitely mm. can't escape. The, people know what you, you're, you're into. So the mm-hmm. and I know mm-hmm. a lot of people like to hide their way of life from other people, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I personally think it's time that people stop doing that. Stop hiding who you are. Or you're ashamed of the Risha. They may understand it. Like for instance, sometimes um, when I was when I when I was the awo, I would mm-hmm. put the the effun, the cascadia on my forehead and wear it out in the street. So you know you have white on, you have the leggings on, and then you see a person's forehead, right? So I'm like so different from when the people put the dark, the black ash on their head on 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 yeah, on, 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 on. Ash, ash, ash and everybody walk around with it and they're proud of mm. it. And I'm like, you know, you know, they, no, 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 no. I'm chasing the cool away from me. Hey, uh-uh. I Ashe. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but can I say something? Ashe. Um, well, I've always believed that the same way you handle um, the Orishas is the same way the Orishas handle you. Meaning Ashe. that if you, if you hide the Orishas, um, the Orishas will hide you in a way, but hide you in a way that is not going to be beneficial for you um, in, in the long run. If you're ashamed of the Orishas, that gives the Orishas the opportunity to be ashamed of you still. So uh, I've, I've always understood from my elders, if you, if you the Orishas are always watching, always listening. So mm. if you're kind of like hiding from, the, you know, and you're not willing to stand up for the Orishas, for you know, the energy and whatnot, is that they're going to sit back and fold their arms and, and say, okay, well, you don't need me, you know. Mm. So I kind of agree with you about um, mm. standing up for who you are. But I want to plug in something also quickly uh, with, with Yeye Ofe, Ofe Ofe, um, that you mentioned about when people come back um, getting initiated from the motherland, 
and they don't wear white because modern, whatever, because, but that's not so. But I just think it's just uh, American kind of thought because I've, I mm. know some traditional um, Nigerians constantly wear white. <laughs> so I, 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 just, I think it's just a thought. But you can tell um, by their character, by their behavior, their attitude, um, towards Yorisha, the towards initiation, or towards um, uh, Ifa itself, because they didn't. It seemed like they went through initiation or some type of ritual, but they didn't get. They they didn't really shed the old of them. Mm. You know, they they, they they you know they didn't shed they didn't shed that because they still come back with an untempered head. Their worry is untempered. They're not getting their training. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's like it's like the it's like the gentleman said about Obatala and uh, Chief Ofe Ofe said that Obatala owns all hair, Ajala, okay, Ajala, and the Ori, okay. So you, when you temper the head, you learn humility. See, temper, temper the head means you cool down the, the, the uh, uh, ego. what is it? ego. Mm. You cool down the ego, you know. Yes. And people come back, they got, their ego is, big, was, is bigger than it was before they left. Because yeah. they think that now they're the ones that are giving the message instead of the message coming from Olo Damari to the okay. spirit. Should divide for the but I just want to say, yeah, I'm sorry, I just wanted to let her know she was on mine. Okay, okay. Um, what, what I was about to say is that, um, when, when the people, um, return, I've seen both ends of the um the scale. I've seen people go and come back and they're like really um in this euphoric type of feeling. They have this they they show that in their character, you know, where they're humbling and everything, they're humbling and they're you know, I see it in their character. But then it only lasts for a short time. You understand? Mm-hmm. They, you know, they embrace the experience. You know, they get crowned. They raise experience, and then when the when when all of that is settled down, maybe of course, yes. You know, a lot of people continue with their rituals and they do everything and they try to connect with their orisha, but then when they interact with other people that have orisha. Or you know, or you know, you 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 find they have a different vibration. The the mm. vibration is not the same. And um, you know, some of us some of us argue that it's not the same because they didn't they, they weren't tempered for a year. They didn't have to go through the wear in the white for a year. They they weren't humble enough for a year. They wasn't put out there like and say, okay, yeah. He's going to put a stamp on you here. You wear white, go out there, and you're going to represent us whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. They were made to, like, 
be humble, made to be humble, that respect where everybody know who they are. And well, you when it, so when it yeah, one moment when it comes to people knowing who they are, you know what I tell people when I read them all the time and, and I'm instructing them to do certain things, and they talk about oh my family this and my family that and this one this and this and that, and I say okay, you know, but you have to find a gentle way, a very gentle way to explain to them that okay, this is for your life, for your own upliftment. When it's mm. time comes to leave from here, I'm not going to be leaving with you and you're not going to be leaving with me. I'm going to be responsible for myself. So meaning, well, this is what I need to do for my own upliftment. And usually you find that your family members and other people would respect you for standing your ground and not really trying to hide like, you know, like, like, uh, um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not trying to hide or being ashamed of the Orisha or hide the Orisha from people. And how um, your own interaction with Orisha from other people. You know what I mean? I'm very proud of the Orisha. I have no problem. People call me uh, an Obeah woman cause that's because they don't understand. Like the people in the <laughs> island, Obeah woman. And, you know, because they don't understand Orisha, they don't know much about Orisha. Mm-hmm. Some of them, not everybody, because we have a lot of Virgin Islanders that are initiates as well. But some people, you know, they, you know, they, they figure they cut it and they see with all kind of bees and they see with, you know, so what, <laughs> my business, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, you were saying something. Yeah, I, I was gonna um, say I think the difference also is the structure, the um, mm-hmm. the disciplines and the protocol. See, if your godparent is uh, across the ocean, they can't see and hear what you do. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big that's a, that's a big thing too. And see, like um, I was initiated in Miami, and everybody knows everybody house house of Ocha. If you say your you you know they say what is your lineage and you say uh, Casa Pometa, you know everybody know everybody over there. So, so when they see you at a vimbe or they see you walking down the street and they see you and, and they know you're supposed to be yawo, um, you is not you know you you're not you're not following the the, the structure that has been already laid down, or mm-hmm. you're not following the protocol of your elders. Somebody gonna say, oh, isn't your madrina blah blah blah? And before you can get over there to your 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 house. Your madrina know already what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the people, when they go over across the water and come back, you know, who's watching them? They don't have, they don't have no elders. So they become very dis- disrespectful because they don't have to follow protocol. There's nobody to keep them in check. They, nobody's keeping, keeping the children in check. Mm. So there might be a difference there. Can I add something real quick, if you guys don't mind? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when I went, to, I, I initiated in Cuba in, in Havana. Um, my godmother, she's Cuban, but lives here in Dominican Republic, and I we have an Ile, uh, Oshun Ile here. Uh, I I'm pretty sure it's the biggest one here in the in the capital of DR. And um, it's really a beautiful thing, personally, in my my opinion, to just when you're in Cuba and you're walking around and you see so many Yawo 
dressed in white with their elekes and their, you know, it's it's almost a flag of pride mm-hmm. uh, uh, of the Orisha. So, uh, you know, this whole thing that uh, Mama Yeye said about, um, you know, wearing things and not hiding them, I think is, is, is an extremely powerful message because mm-hmm. uh, part of the reason why people hide is because they're accepting the demonization from culture, from society upon their lives. And I, I think we need to be, we need to be, uh, you know, kind of like the lighthouses and pave the way for people to not be afraid because, you know, in, in right. the diaspora, in the diaspora, the time of slavery is over. And this is a, a religion which, if you really look at the numbers of all Orisha diasporic religions and, and you know, in Ifa and Nigeria, and you, you put the numbers out there, we're one of the largest religions in the world. That's so, right. so no, no hiding, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100%, Alvin. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have area code 704. Do you want to speak? Hi, good evening. How are you? Good evening. I know this boy. Mike, my, my, um, I have a view on certain things, but what bothers me sometimes is that the elders, some of the elders, I think, really need to do more instructing on the Yahoo's and the initiates so they can have a better understanding of what they have, the rules they have to follow and the things they have to do in the religion. Most people, some of them that get initiated, do not have good instructions and good teachers to rely on sometimes. Well, you know, we 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 just speaking about that same subject because a lot there are a lot of what we call Orisha orphans out there. That was our last our last discussion. That there are a lot of Orisha orphans out there, meaning that people are separated from their from their teachers, they're separated from the elders, and a lot of young people are what you know they're like winging it. You know, they're learning from books. You know, they don't have no real interaction, no real structure. And they so have a whole bunch of implications behind that because a lot of them have been hurt, too, you know? Uh-huh. Yes. But I yeah. think now, since everybody's aware, more getting more aware of the situation, that the elders that who are heads should come together and formulate a plan on teaching these orphans the way... To the light, to the Orisha, and not Ashe. leaving them out there by themselves. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. That would be and a I think that's what Uludumari wants the elders to do now. Mm. Is to lead the she, them back to the fold. Ashe. Mm. But I think, I think that's, that's where the problem is because the orphan children are not being initiated within the Caribbean diaspora. They are being initiated on the motherland in in coming back. So their parents but are still there, you know. But then and what's they happening? Have to open a line of communications, a better line of communications. We mm-hmm. all got to come together as one. Okay. Right. Okay. And but not the, a separation by oceans or uh, geography or anything like that. We have to well, start it's, it's, traveling it's as not, groups going over there, and they're coming over here. Well, see, it's not totally, um, it's the children. The, the children have become wayward, you know, bad children, because 
they figure that their parents, you know, don't have any any uh, authority here because they can't see them. But at the same token, they're not paying attention to the elders that's here that's trying to help them. You see? Well, can, I, yeah. can I just say that, uh, yeah, yeah, that it's a, a two-way street. I think that yes. to be mm-hmm. willing to learn as they have to be willing teachers. And the fact is that... Okay, let me go back to the initial, the initial thing that we're talking about with the humility and the white and white, all of this thing with the white and the humility. You know, even that, that, that humility component is missing. So a lot of elders are like, you know, I'm speaking from the elder perspective. The humility component is missing. For instance, mm-hmm. you tell a a a a, a, a lejo or a, a a new initiate, this is how you got from point A to point B. They will look at you and say, "Well, everybody don't care, ain't gonna do it that way." I'm like, mm. okay. <laughs> you, you see what I mean? Okay. I know, but yeah, yeah, not everybody does that. I think that, you know, you have to look at yeah, both yeah, sides. Yeah, just a second. Why are there so many um, Orisha orphans then? That means it's a uh, pattern. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it is a pattern, but I want to say that you have to respect people as being adults. There is a different yeah. problem that we have to have as uh, teachers and elders. We can't have that model where children be quiet and learn. We have to have a model of cooperation, shared respect, you know, mm-hmm. shared responsibility. We have to, everybody has to put 100% in so that mm-hmm. we all take it. Okay. I'm just saying. I agree with that, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. But... When it comes to personal development, I mean, it's, it's something you can come in a group and decide, well, okay, you want to respect everybody in the group, you're going to be mutually cooperative in a group. But when it comes to exhibiting humility, it goes beyond cooperation. Humility goes beyond cooperation. Why do you think grown people bow in the, the in the Yoruba culture, why do you think they get down on their hands and knees and bow to other grown people? That's an aspect of humility that it don't have nothing to do with cooperation. Nothing at all. Well, I think I'm talking about two different things. Uh, the humility of where white. Them, uh, yeah, you can separate the humility aspect. No, I'm you can separate the humility aspect from from being co- from cooperating with somebody that wants to learn about Orisha, how are you going to be, you know, you're just cooperating okay. and that's it? I want to say that the, the uh, mat dictates it all. And that mm-hmm. if the mat say you got to wear your white for a year mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. more, that's what you got to do. So that's mm-hmm. it. Then you telling mm-hmm. somebody you gotta wear yours for a year. If you have that in the rules 
And that's your LA. If they don't want to follow the rules, they need to know it. Boy, and these are the rules. You either follow them or you out. You know, or you can't come okay, in. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. But it goes back when you said that the the student, if the if the the person comes and they want to be uh, an elder to teach them, I was always taught if you come into my my house, my casa, my ile, whatever name you want to use, whatever the rules are in my house, that's what applies. When I go to your house, I do what what your rules are. But you have a lot of people; they feel like. They've gotten initiated, and they don't have to follow nobody's rules because they lay is not in USA. They lay mm-hmm. is on the motherland. Mm-hmm. Now I'm talking from experience. You know, I've gone to E5 conferences where some of these people, these young people, they just got initiated four days ago. Look at me, like I supposed to know my legs down. And I have to say, no, sweetie, it's the other way around. Well, mm-hmm. no, uh, well, my my godfather is 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 Father Lawo, blah 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 blah, and he's in blah 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 West Africa, and he says that I don't have to do by late to nobody. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I don't have to do this, and I don't have to do that. I'm like, oh boy, this is what they the people. Oh no. They don't learn how to. They don't even. Ha- they don't even have. Um, they don't even learn etiquette. You know, when you sit down to a table with a a bunch of priests, they don't even know how to Mm-mm. sit at the table with a bunch of priests. That's what Mm-mm. seven four is talking about. They they don't know the etiquette. A lot of people Mm-mm. don't know the etiquette. You know. Don't so know. they need to be taught. You know? And the what they don't want to learn. See, if you want to be taught, it's one thing. Then, mm-hmm. then you have elders. You got elders that out there will be willing to teach. But you got some of the people. These some of these same people we're talking about, the orphans, that they don't really want to be taught. That's what I feel. They don't want to be taught because they will turn around and try to uh, go toe to toe, tick for tat with an elder. About, and they shouldn't about be allowed anything, to be anything. Well, then they shouldn't be allowed to be in the religion. Then, if they can't have respect for the elders, I'm, I'm sorry, that's my opinion. I say I think that that uh, because without the elders, they 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 don't have no no foothold. Oh, listen. So what are they gonna be doing? When listen, when I was giving Elay case to people and everything as their first step, you know, to forming a relationship with me, I had to even tell one person, listen, send send Elay case back, send him back. If you don't have no respect for them, give them back. They don't make no to wear them, you know. Okay. I got what? So so that says that each. Each situation is case by case. Yes. Okay. I, I think that you can't lump everybody together, but I think that you guys raised some excellent um, things that I didn't really know uh, myself about uh, as far as wearing, you know, white. Although my experience is that white uh, just kept me 
all, the way I wanted to be, you know, cool-headed, always looking for spiritual meaning, you know, within the, 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 the universe, you know, the messages that are, are, are forward. And you can't get that if you've got too many dialogues going on in your head. In some cultures, excuse me, in some cultures, uh, younger people are not allowed to wear black until they reach a certain age. Ashay. And I'm talking about all black. And they're not allowed to wear black. Ashay. It was in our family. We couldn't wear, kids couldn't wear black. Now these yeah. parents black, you know, and, uh, you know, High heels for little girls, earrings in both ears for little boys. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, it's got a lot to do with popular culture. It's called lack of discipline. It's the way society portrays stuff that they want out there to corrupt the generations. That's a, yeah. that's how it is. So as we see in it, what what um, the blessing is in wearing the white. And going through that humbling year uh, as mm-hmm. a Yahweh in Mukumi, it teaches people a lot of protocols. You learn a lot of protocols during that year, like the do's and the don'ts, you know, the order of, like, eldership, you know, if who's older than who, you know, who's the, who, who eats at the table from, you know, who, who does this, you know, who who bodies to who, who makes the first prayer, who do this, who do that, all of these things are learned during your Yahoo year. Now, when the people go to Nigeria and they come back with their new Orisha, whether it's Ifa or it's just it's an Orisha that they got initiated to, and then there's a, 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 a battle with learning protocol because they don't have that experience to learn the protocols of how to respect somebody else that's been, you know, went through the humbling experience of the white and all the other things that they had to go through before they can get to point A. And it points you out for who you are. If you're Yahweh, you're going to be in that white. Everybody's going to know you're like a baby. You're just not even a year old in Orisha. Okay. It's a big question you have to ask them in a, how many years you have, and this and that, and then they're asking you, like, why, why, why you want to know? Although, for real, I'm, you know, I'm telling you, I, I, I experience this with people, and I'm like, you know, I just, you know, I'm just curious. You know? Well, that shows so, that that person is ready for crime time. But we have four minutes and 56 seconds to go. We could still talk. But anybody who's listening, we're going to be cut off in four minutes. So, Mama Yeye, you want to give your contact information and uh, your guests? Well, I'd like to invite, you know, anyone there that's, you know, if you're, if you're on Facebook, you know, you can ask to join Ifa Orisha Egmont Talks and, you know, help us discuss and, you know, come to terms and find some clarity with these topics that we're going to be bringing on, and we have hot topics in that group too in, on, on Facebook that we discuss, and there, there are a lot of uh, beautiful and very powerful priests in this group, 
and that, you know, they share their knowledge with us and, 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 and their opinions about how things are, and we, we find some clarity in that. I'm also on Facebook as uh, Mama Yeye, uh, Spiritual Readings with Mama Yeye, where I do my spiritual reading things, so you can see me there doing my stuff, and you're interested in that, I'll do one for you, point you in the right direction, whatever needs to be done. Particularly uh, concerning your eggs, I'd like to um, thank everybody who came on tonight and, 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 you know, had comments and mention and give opinions and advice. I'd like to thank uh, Yaa Ofolola, Yaa Ayaba, and um, the the Yaa at uh, 704, and, uh, and Alden, and all the other listeners out there, thank you very much. For, uh, and this, it's been a very beautiful discussion. I like it. It's, it's nice, you know. And uh, what I'd like to say in the end um, what about wearing white is that about Allah, if, if anything at all, do it, do it for about Allah. Do it hey, even Baba. if... Even if you're, even if you're, your Baba's in Africa, don't recommend it. Try it and see what it does for you. Because it will do something for you. I should. And I have done it even after yeah, my yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Mom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, somebody wants to speak at 305. Okay. 305, you're on. Hi, good good afternoon, Mama Yeye. I, I would like to know. I would like to know more about um the Orisha religion. Is mm-hmm. there? I I see that you are in Miami. Is there yes. a place in Miami that um you meet with people? Well, actually, I meet with people anywhere. Anywhere they want to meet. I don't have a central spot at this moment, but something is working up as we speak. I have a central place that we can meet, which is on, you know, unprohibited, you know. You, ha- you can just about do all the religious stuff or all the spiritual stuff you need to do. Yes. But, you know, I have a number. If you want to call and, and we talk, we can do that. The number is 828 828- uh-huh. Three one six eight three seven nine. Eight three seven nine. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. So thank you and good night, everyone. Thank you. Good night to you. Have a blessed evening. Peace and love, Ashe. Same to you, Ashe. Have a good night, guys. Ashe. Ashe. Thank you, Alden. Ashe, give thanks to Sweet Honey and the Rock for the Kwanzaa song. Yeah, well, happy Black History Month to everybody. Oh, my goodness. This is great. Okay. It sure is, uh, Mama Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Happy-
Happy, happy Black History Month. You know I used to do something, but I really uh, am trying to shift back into good health again. You know, sometimes you have those times. This is when I need to wear my white again to pull yeah. my out of whatever, you know, and just move forward. And I get it. I say. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you to the listening audience out there, and uh, see you on Facebook. Odabo. Odabo. Umoja. Unity that brings us together. Umoja. Oh. Uh-huh.